Welcome to the Motorhome Matt podcast. Caravans, campervans, motorhomes and more. It's the place to get hints, tips and impartial advice from the expert himself, Matt Sims. Brought to you by thatleisureshop.com. Join us on the journey with Motorhome Matt. Welcome back to another Motorhome Matt podcast. I'm Keith Gooden. Here's Motorhome Matt. Here I am. How are you? I'm fine. And you? Yeah, very well. Good to see you again. Uh, and you too. And by the way, this is part two of our podcasts, which are looking at new products at the NEC show, the big show, and we're reviewing them. I oh, know. It was good. It was good fun, wasn't it? It was absolutely it was fantastic fun. There was a huge banner of Matt's face <laughs> greeting people as they queued to get in. As I've said before, I'm a fan of the banner. Fan of the banner. Yeah. My fizzog, as you called it. Your fizzog. His physiognomy. We had was... lo- lots of people taking pictures by it and of the and all the posters at the railway station as well. <laughs> Did you get Very people funny. as you went past it? Going, That's him. That's there him. Is, they did, yeah. I was still underneath it. <laughs> Every morning we'd go in the door with all our, you know, recording kit and cameras and all the kit and caboodle. We'd all arrive as a team, setting all the alarms off because of all the, you know, stuff in our bags. And they'd all look at me and go, ah, Motown Matt, like this. <laughs> Don't know why they spoke like that. But <laughs> <laughs> Very odd voices. <laughs> and then pointing at the banner, they just let us in. Let yeah, us in. Well, in that's, that's good. And, and as revealed in last... Uh, uh, week's uh, podcast. We don't know what's happened to the banner. Matt hasn't got it. I haven't got it. It is now making its way around the country. If you know where the banner is, get in contact with us because it is legendary. I mean, it's an egomaniac's delight, isn't it? Let's face it. <laughs> <laughs> Over 40 interviews. But that was fantastic as well. Yeah, people really who good. are showing, uh, members of the public, uh, also some of the YouTubers and experts that were floating around uh, as well. A very enjoyable, Matt. It was good, wasn't it? And if you came and spoke to us or you came and spoke to me thank you ever so much for doing so and your encouragement was not lost on us at all the uh, the good news is we is it good news we decided to carry on i mean people were overwhelmingly positive about it saying oh if we hadn't discovered you we'd have been you know, wasted a fortune on the wrong motone it was a bit overwhelming i'm not gonna lie it's so, fantastic and if you could just send us 10 percent of what you say we'd be very happy <laughs> <laughs> That's reasonable, isn't it, man? Yeah, I would have gone 12. Yeah, yeah. So thanks very much then for saying hello and all the rest of it. Now, let's talk about the great offer you've got at the Motorhome Holiday Company, shall we? Indeed, yeah. So if you book a motorhome holiday for next year with us, a hired motorhome holiday at motorhomeholidaycompany.com, and you book and you pay, get a free weekend away. That rhymed. What's so, the detail of that, man? Well, really simple. So book a week away next year and we will book for you a weekend away when you want to go. You can go before, you can go after. You could go at the same time, have some friends come with you in a different motel. You could make your week a 10-day trip. Uh, all we say is you can't do the weekend in the school summer holidays, that's all. Uh, so if you want to get a practice in before your big holiday, that big week away, it could be two weeks. You don't have to limit it to a week. Why not? But if you want to get a weekend away, uh, we've got a few people that have made the weekend a five-day trip and just paid a couple of days extra. So they're having two holidays. Then you want to get a practice in, then the big week away is much easier and all a bit more familiar. And where do people have to go? What do they have to do? You can give us a call or you can go to the website. All the details are there, motomeholidaycompany.com. And you can book your week. And then when we ring you to take a payment, you can just tell us you'd like to pay now. And then we'll give you a voucher for your weekend away. And you can book that when you're ready. You don't have to book that at the same time. 
Fantastic. Let's get back to the show. Some of these interviews and some of these brand new products that we had a look at. Truma, what do they do, Matt? Truma, well, if you own a motorhome or caravan, you're probably familiar with the brand because they take care of heating you, cooling you and uh, heating your water. They're a huge company and they've been around for a very long time. I caught up with Sue, the marketing manager, and Mark, the operations manager, and they were launching some new products at the show, including a new control panel. We've, we've been one of the main suppliers for solar panels for quite a long time. So we've had the traditional sort of um, fixed solar panels which, which go on the roof and uh, are charging up the batteries. We've moved over 18 months ago to start doing flexible panels. So whereas a, a traditional fixed panel could weigh sort of 8 kilograms to 11 kilograms, uh, a flexible panel may come in at 2.6 kilograms. On a motorhome, it's not quite so important, but on a caravan where weight is, is, is really important to keep low, it can make a, a large difference. So this is something that we, we've now, having supplied manufacturers for just over a year, we're allowing for the after sales and for, for, for customers on the, on the open market to be able to take the product as well. As an involvement, as, as most industries and people do, we've, we've moved on our control panel that's been out for about 10 years. We've now gone to a touch screen, so I suppose a bit like the iPhones and a bit like the, the iPads that we used to. Uh, it's a lot more intuitive. Uh, so again, it's just showing people that and, and, and launching it so, in, so they know what's available. And does the new control panel still have the iNet functionality as well? Oh, you've done your research, haven't you? No, I've had one for years. Have you from that? <laughs> I love, I'll tell you what, the best feature for me is walking on the beach and turning the hot water and heating on before I get back to the motorhome. I love it. Wow. Fantastic, yeah, it doesn't do that. <laughs> it's rubbish. <laughs> it's, ironically, it's called the Ina X panel, uh, so so it, it it is an involvement to that. So currently, whereas you say you've got the app, you can you can you can download it, you can change the heating, put the hot water on, turn it off from that side. Uh, it has a, a Bluetooth capability in in from the vehicle. What you're talking about having the the chip in for for sending the messages, ironically, is is that next stage. So that isn't out at the moment but it is is due out early part of next year so you've been turning on the heating and drawing the curtains in somebody's motorhome thinking it was your own and it wasn't <laughs> is that what's been going on, on i found the only flaw in the product though didn't <laughs> i it's a great feature no it's a long interview with them we did and it's actually really interesting they we go into their solar panels a bit more and we talk a lot more about this new control panel control panels for your heating and hot water keith are important lots of us spend hours staring at them thinking, what on earth am I doing? How does this work? And it raises lots of questions. So it's a big thing. It's a big thing. It is the, it's kind of the front of their products, really. And, you know, the real clever stuff is in the boiler, which you don't really want to get involved with. That control panel, the touchscreen, it's very cool. They had it on demo there. You know, there's some new developments coming in the future, as Mark said. So we'll run the whole interview on YouTube, so you can check it out there. Go ahead to Motorhome Map and watch the full interview and get the full lowdown on what Truma are launching in the future on our YouTube channel. This is a great dad product, isn't it? Dads have been obsessed by thermostats, <laughs> the amount of toilet roll people use it. And now, and now you've got an app and you can control... Yeah. You, can well, they, walk, you can walk along the beach and you can control your, 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 your motorhome facilities. Yeah, and, and, and it doesn't even let you do that. And you do it. <laughs> no, the new one doesn't. <laughs> My one that I've got, that I've had for years, does. This new one doesn't. Yeah, some so poor come old on. pensioners sitting, sitting in their house and their curtains are doing this. <laughs> and Matt's walking <laughs> yeah, no, you can only do it to your own motor. Imagine that turning someone else's hot water on. That'd be freaky, wouldn't it? 
Okay, Tula. Have I pronounced that correctly? You have. They were launching a new product at the show, and here's what they had to say. Here with Graham from Tula. Now, regularly mispronounced. Is that the correct pronunciation? Uh, that is correct. Yes, <laughs> it, it is not Thule. It, no. is, it is Tula. Yeah. Tula. And a Swedish company. Yes. How long has Tula been around? Uh, Tuli's been around since 1942, so quite some time. Wow, 80 years. Yeah. Wow, big yeah. birthday. Yeah. 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 <laughs> now we're here looking at a brand new product, which is, is it being launched at the show or is it just new to the UK? Uh, this particular product is, uh, has been out in the market for about three weeks now. Wow. So yeah. brand new. So, brand new. And it's called Absolutely the Tula new. Approach. Yep. Now this is a roof tent. Is that what we call it? Correct. It is a roof tent. So the, the beauty of a roof tent is it's... Uh, Quite simply, a tent that can go on the top of your roof. It can go on (laughs) um, lots of different vehicles. I get that question a lot of, of, hey, um, I have a standard vehicle. Can I put a rooftop tent up there? And the answer is yes, as long as you have the proper racks to actually support the roof tent. And as long as your vehicle roof can support it, which is uh, most vehicles can. So this is illustrated here on top of a VW transporter. Mm -hmm. Uh, the ladder height is obviously adjustable, yep. so it can go on a car, yep. a four before, a motorhome or camper van, and you mm-hmm. can basically build an extension. Uh, the, the beauty is, yeah, like we said, you can take any vehicle and turn it into an adventure vehicle. For those people who already have spacious vehicles, we have a lot of folks who say, hey, yeah, well, you know, I snore, my wife snores, so she sleeps downstairs, and I actually have a tent that I'm up top. And so it, it gives that um, extra space no matter what your vehicle fixes quite a few problems <laughs> so that's a tent on top of a motorhome is it or your car this is like a cheap heimer venture s <laughs> that, that's the motorhome we talked about last week from heimer which yeah. uh, caused a bit of a stir because it does look completely different from most motorhomes and let's face it motorhome design is fairly conservative this isn't so uh, that look it up uh, online you'll be blown away but on the top of it talking about being blown away it's got this inflatable tent and Tula are doing that for your motorhome or for your car yeah this one isn't inflatable you are you fold it up but it's really really lightweight really clever to use it's actually quite big the one thing that occurs to me is you know what if it's windy or really rainy and you're in one of these things are they weatherproof apparently so yeah go and check out the Tula website OK, that was Tula, and they were at the show, as indeed we were here at the Motorhome Matt podcast. One of my favourite interviews that we did uh, was a company which provide wiring looms in a box. Now, a wiring loom, if you don't know, it's all the wires that connect to all the connectors in your car or, or motorhome. But they have these ones uh, which are literally in a box which allows you to do other things. And, and you were talking to them, weren't you? Yeah, it's a plug-and-play solution to convert a van into a camper van, because most most camper vans, the layout's pretty similar. Um, things are generally in the same kind of place. And BCA have launched a, a plug-and-play loom, which make it safe and easy and quick to do. And we both caught up with Wayne, who is from the manufacturer's BCA, and they were launching this new product at the show. Okay, so we're exhibiting, uh, we're supporting our manufacturers out here uh, in the halls uh, and then likewise we're also trying to promote our new kit in a box. Uh, It's an electrical item uh, that uh, allows people to be able to fit uh, their electrical system to a a panel van if that's what they're converting uh, and ensuring that they're uh, they're, they're safe out there. Electricity can be a dangerous thing, so what is it about your product 
that makes it safe. Okay, so we've designed this particular item so that you have your safety features with your, your RCD and your MCBs inbuilt into the, the power distribution RCD, unit. RCD, MCBs? Yeah, they're the residual circuit breaker, uh, um, just to basically protect the appliance and to protect the user. Like an old-fashioned fuse? Uh, yes, uh, more elaborate, but yes, in essence. Um, and basically it ensures that when you've got electricity in your, your vehicle, um, both the appliance and the end user are safe. So what is it about this product that makes it unique for the user? Um, what we try to do is ensure that anybody can fit it, uh, that's uh, reasonably competent, uh, install the, uh, the unit into the vehicle uh, and uh, each connector then will, will mate up to the, the, uh, the, the appropriate harness connector on the PDU. PDU? power distribution unit. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for helping me out on that one. Uh, so you've got this, it's in a box. Yes. You were talking before we started the interview about DIY Dan. This is DIY Dan proof, isn't it? Uh, yes, it is. Yeah, what we've tried to do is make sure that uh, anybody can fit it. Um, with it being plug and play, um, the, uh, the connectors are colour coded. Um, so uh, what, we, what we've got here is a, a unit that's, that's suitable for anybody to try. Who's your perfect customer, the person coming along that this is going to benefit the most? Um, somebody that's um, unsure, um, somebody that's been and purchased a, a panel van, uh, aspires to, to something that's out here in the halls today, uh, but, but financially can't reach there. Um, somebody that wants the DIY. Um, yeah, so this kit in the box is perfect. I've asked the stupid questions. Let's have some intelligent ones from Matt. Okay. So this tell us, when this manages the 12 volt and the 240 volt yes. side of the circuit, is that right? Yes, it does. Um, the idea is that some people uh, will fit separates within the vehicle, uh, but those with a limited amount of space um, just want this compact unit and this covers all, all, all bases. And how long does it take to fit, do you think? Um, Somebody who's competent, I would say, would be able to install this throughout the vehicle uh, in roughly two hours. That's pretty impressive. Yeah. But even a DIY? Yeah, I would say. Once they've found the location that they want to um, put this item into, um, lay the cables out within the vehicle and they know where the appliances are going to be, um, plug and play, yeah, it should be two hours. This is going to save lives, surely, isn't it? Uh, yes. There are, unfortunately, there are people out there that have fitted items that aren't safe, uh, and this really does cover all those bases. Fantastic. And what does it cost? Um, I guess you're going to find this at a retailer. Probably there, there are different levels, um, but you're probably looking at about three, three fifty. Three fifty pounds. There are three models on there. Uh, yes, there are three models. Okay, so you have the, the base unit, which is just a power distribution unit. Then you have a, a model then that has the majority of the wiring included, uh, and then the top one really has a, a water probe included. If you've got um, uh, an underfloor water tank that you want to measure the, the levels in for the for the wastewater or fresh for the wastewater normally. Right, okay, yeah, yeah. yeah, brilliant. And where can people buy one? Uh, we have. A wholesale company that allows you to go and find your local um, dealer out there yeah. in the dealer network. Um, so most of the retailers, um, if they've uh, an account with Penline Leisure Supplies, um, they'll be able to get one uh, online, including our own shop, thatleisureshop.com. I think we need to stop this. I think you do. Go there first. <laughs> thatleisureshop.com. Safety first. Brilliant product. That's Sounds like a great idea, doesn't it? It is. It's going to make life a lot easier for, if you're looking to convert a van, VW. Uh, sprinter, crafter, whatever it might be, this loom is ideal. And, and the great thing is, say you want to do something different and a bit quirky, they sell extension leads for that particular circuit. So you, know, you don't have to conform, you can do something different. But this product means you can do it safely, so it's just plug and play. No soldering, 
you know, no kind of screwing on spade connectors and risking shorts and you know, short circuits. It's, it's very clever. Got all the connectors, has it, at the end of the wire? They're all colour coded, yeah. It's very simple to use. Yeah, it's really good. So, another great invention, thanks to the motorhome and caravanning industry. Indeed, yeah. And we are going to be stocking it in the shop at thatledgeshop.com. So, it's, yeah, we're excited to get it. Very proud to have that. And one of the things that has been in shortage for motorhomes, cars and caravans has been wiring looms. So it's great that you can get one of these to get ahead yeah. with your own conversion. That's true. Yeah, that's true. Not just in motorhomes either. The whole VW Audi group had a huge problem, didn't they? We talked about it before. Seat, Porsche, they were all, these wiring looms were all made in the Ukraine. And the factory had a big hole in the car park. You know, everyone went home. Okay, then uh, let's carry on. We are doing the uh, podcast uh, today. It's part two of the new products at the <laughs> NEC show that we were at. Over 40 interviews, but we've picked the very best of them for you for this episode. Well, cheers, Matt, is what I've got to say. Cheers, indeed. Cheers. Yeah. <laughs> nice glass of water. But of course, Matt, when he was at the show, wasn't drinking water. Oh, no. He was drinking toilet fluid. But I did. In the corner of the hall, one of the halls, there's a, there's a company called Grove Products. And this is a stand that's roped off, and you, you can't get in it. You think, well, why? They're actually a wholesaler to the industry, including us, at that leisure shop. And they are there launching new products to the trade. So it's a chance for all of us to go and, and actually look at the new products and order them at the show. And you can peer in, kind of placing your face against the glass and peering through the window at the new products on display inside the stand. I got to catch up with... Deputy Managing Director Ross Gilchrist, who talked me through some of the new products that Grove are bringing to market. We've been busy with wholesalers throughout the week, no doubt, and you've got a number of new products which we're likely to see in the shops possibly before Christmas, is that yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, we've got some new hitch covers and cable bags, things like that, that are coming out. They're leaving China in um, <laughs> the next few days, so you should be with you before Christmas, definitely. Right, now one of these products I'm particularly intrigued by. The caravan hitch cover is always a winner of a Christmas gift yeah, yeah, for Granny and Granddad. Look at this, keep calm and caravan. And it comes in a really neat little bag. So that's for your cable bag, or peg bag, boot bag maybe, football boots, I don't know. Um, so there's a range of keep calm caravan, some Welsh version, Scottish version. It's always a good seller. No George's Cross then? No, for some reason there's not huge demand for St George's Cross. Do you know what? The number one product we sell, them. the doormats, we oh. only sell the Welsh ones. Well. Wow. We don't sell George's Cross, we don't sell the Scottish one, not very often. The Welsh doormat is our number one mat product we sell. We're only in Bristol over the bridge, so <laughs> we are definitely stocking this. On the way to the You can buy online or pop in the shop and pick one up. I think these are going to be a hit. You weren't drinking the toilet chemicals. Matt, you promised me that I would hear. He did. It's coming, it's coming, it's coming. Environmentally friendly well, toilet chemicals, which is uh, part of the they, Grove array of products. They have. So that Grove are bringing in a new product called Solbio, or Solbio, which is an odourless and colourless toilet chemical. And it can be used in a mainstream sewer, can be used in a septic tank. It's brilliant. It's in what looks like a wine bag with a little tap on it. More about that in a future episode. I will confess, I <laughs> I was told it was harmless. 
And you know, Ross is there. He starts washing his hands with it. So I said, well, can I drink it? And he went, well, well, yeah, if you wanted to. So I did. <laughs> and, and looked green around the gills for quite a few hours I, after it. I don't recommend it. No. No. Anyway, stay tuned for more on that. And there will be a video on our YouTube channel in due course. We'll let you know when it's coming out. It's the Motorhome Matt podcast. I'm Keith Gooden. Here's Matt Sims. Here I am. He is Motorhome <laughs> Matt. Let's get some questions and answers. Well, questions from uh, you who listen to the podcast and answers from expert Matt Sims, Motorhome Matt. First of all, Joanne mm -hmm. has been online to ask Matt. Good morning, Matt. Are we able to bring food in our motorhome as we travel from the UK across the ferry to France? Um, I'm thinking particularly about the rules for Brexit. Thank you. So, Joanne says, can she bring food to France? Well, of course, since we Brexited, no, you can't. So, there are some there are some clear guidelines on this. You're not allowed to bring any meat or dairy products with you. You can, however, bring a limited quantity of fruit and veg, uh, as well as eggs, egg products and honey. Restricted quantities of fish or fish products are also allowed. So there's a quirk to that. If you've got a dog and they eat raw meat, you would be allowed to take the dog food that's raw meat for them for the next day, a day's worth of food, but that would be all. So you can say this filet mignon is <laughs> pour le chien. Pour le chien. chien. <laughs> oui, oui, oui. <laughs> woof, woof. The wing chien. <laughs> Uh, well, well, thanks very much for that, Matt. So you can bring it over, but only for 24 hours worth of, 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 of dog, the dog. dog or cat food. Yeah, but not for yourself. But not for yourself. Yeah. So if you want to bring fish, you'd better bring a cat. If you were going to bring meat, you'd better bring a dog. <laughs> yeah, you can't, so you can't take milk, cheese, yoghurt, or other milk-based products. My question is, can I take my dairy milk? Oh, very true. I, I know someone who actually had a big bar of Cadbury's dairy milk, and they were hiding it under the floor mat in the front of the car. They said, they're not having my chocolate. Apparently that would have been fine, but they were hiding it nonetheless. They wouldn't give up the chocolate. It's worth noting, though, you can take baby milk. So while they say no milk, you can take infant milk or food or food required by humans or pets for medical reasons. So if you have to have a steak every day... <laughs> I have to have a pie every day. Pie man, yeah. the doctor said, you'd be allowed to take it. There we are. Joanne, th thanks for the question. I hope that's <laughs> gone some way to answering it for you. David Lilly's been in touch. What I'd like to know, he says, is there a UK address for things such as insurance, banking and registration of my van? Where does the post get sent to? How do all the people who live in a van get over this as they haven't got an address? Good question. We've answered this before. We, in fact, we've been asked this a few times. My advice is your family and friends are going to be the answer. So if you can register at a chosen address, which is a family member or a good friend who you trust, then use that. You can use a PO box for general mail, but it's not recognised by insurance companies or banks. You could use something like VanPost. It's a website you can go to. Uh, it costs 60p a day to have your name and address registered with them. And then you can go and collect the post. I don't know whether van post can be used for van registration address. They have very limited locations around the UK. There's kind of a spread of locations where you can then go and collect your mail. So the closest one to us here in Bristol is Taunton. Hope that's helped there, David. Uh, Josie's been on Ask Matt uh, as well. She's pressed the button and this is what she's asked. 
Hi Matt, my wife and I are really interested in going motorhoming. Um, we've not we've been campers previously, and we've not had any experience of of using a motorhome. We've got two young children; one's a new baby, and one is a toddler. And we just wanted to um, get a bit of advice about how people travel with babies and toddlers, how they use the seats, Isofix, those sorts of things. But also in terms of safe sleeping options. Obviously, at the minute we tend to use one travel cot and one bassinet just to hear what other people's experiences are and what your recommendations are there you go matt that's josie on ask matt so what's your advice yeah it was lovely to meet you josie at the show thanks ever so much for coming and saying hello and then going home and sending us your question it was great um it was i have to say josie's baby was very cute it was lovely to meet the whole family but it was a babe in arms very young i think it was a few weeks old First outing to the Home and Caravan show. Great indoctrination. Love it. So we travelled as a family with very young children. We, I think our first trip away with our first child, I think she was four weeks old in a bassinet when we were parked up and obviously in a car seat when we were travelling. It's actually the easiest age to take them away because they don't do anything. They just sort of eat, sleep and make a mess in a nappy and they don't move about. That's it's, right. <laughs> it's when they start wriggling. Yeah, the most shocking thing is when, when you've had a child, especially your first one, and you put it down somewhere and for the first time you turn around and they're not there anymore, <laughs> your heart stops. Yeah, well, they're gone. And I remember with Neve, who was a crawler, as soon as she could, she was off. In our motor, we, at the time, we had a like an interior step. You shut the habitation door and there was like a hole in the floor which you stepped down to get out. And she would always fall in it. She just constantly made a beeline to this hole. So I had to make a piece of wood and fill it in uh, for when we had the door shut. So she couldn't injure herself. She cut her head open at one point. The key is having a motorhome which has enough seatbelts. That's really important. So we are a family with four kids. And so we'd have to have a six-belted motorhome. So really important that everyone has a seatbelt. Remember, if you're taking a dog as well, they have to be clipped in securely too. So they either need their own seatbelt or you can buy an attachment that attaches them to an existing seatbelt. So seatbelt numbers are really important. Josie mentions Isofix. This is the system that car seats can clip into, become very popular with modern cars. Yeah, it's down the back of your back seats. Yeah. isn't it? If you feel down the back between the back of the seat and, and this, the seat itself, you, you'll feel these metal things sticking up. And metal you know, hooks. Yeah, and, and you clip the baby seat. It's 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 supposed to be a lot easier than the old-fashioned way of strapping it in via the seatbelt. Yeah, and it, and it is. You Often there's a base you clip in and then you just click the seat into the base. Uh, and the seat spins so you can get them out, which is cool. We've got one of those for our grandson because we're in round two now. Isofix is actually a relatively recent innovation in motorhomes it's been around in cars for many years but it's only really the last four four five years perhaps that i've seen them appear on motorhomes it was an option at the beginning and now often in a certainly in a family layout they're there as a, as a permanent fixture from new so check if my isofix is a feature in the motorhome if that's something you need and check your car seat because sometimes they're they're not compatible with a non-isofix seat so that's really important in terms of sleeping then obviously you know bed space is important some motorhomes have protective sides that stop people falling out of the bed Um, we've used cot sides so we bought on amazon some flexible cot sides where you could adjust the width two arms went under the mattress and we had bunk beds at the back of the motorhome in fact we have them in the hire business and we give them to families to use and we can adjust the width of them so they'll fit in a range of motorhomes and keep the kids in that bunk bed so they don't roll out while they're asleep 
I suppose, Matt, as well, it's the terrible twos, isn't it? If, especially on sites and stuff. Yeah. Uh, the kids start toddling around and they can get under and in between and you've really got to keep your eye on them. You, you do. You yeah. cannot just assume that everything's going to be all right. No, and you don't know what's over that hedge. You know, it could be a stream. You need you need to be very mindful of that as soon as they can wander off. The other thing to note, just to add, is high up beds, so over cab beds, you know, like a Luton van, so the bed above the driver, or a pull-down bed that's up in the ceiling... There's often an age restriction and an advice on how old the children should be to sleep in that bed. That might be four years old. But, you know, I've got two girls and two boys. My girls are far, were far more sensible than the boys at four years old. You know, if the boys could launch themselves, they would. Uh, and, and I always ask families when they're booking a holiday with the hire business, how old are the kids and what gender are they? Because my experience of boys are idiots. <laughs> and if they can launch, they will. And, you know, and it can be a six foot drop. So, you know, you need to be mindful of that. So, be, you know, think about where the kids are going to sleep um, and think about how they could injure themselves if they fell out of bed. But Dad, I was just being Spider-Man. <laughs> Ty's been in contact with us, says buying very first motorhome. Does a motorhome over six metres long really hinder, good word that, hinder, driving and parking? Ty is struggling about what to compromise on. Yeah, well, it's a good question. It's a good question and a very popular question for somebody who's never driven one before. I would say for general driving, no, it makes no difference at all. The issue isn't the length. The issue really is the width and the height. And they're the factors that you're more concerned with when you're driving. The length, if you're going forward, it just all follows you. you know, it only really becomes a consideration when you turn or go backwards. I'd say that's when the length becomes something to think about. The width and height are far more important, and they're factors with car parks. So going into a beachfront car park, there's often a height restriction. There's also a consideration of height on toll roads on the continent. Uh, so if you're over three metres high, you're going to pay a bit more. Uh, but for parking, yes, I would say it is a consideration. If you're thinking of taking the motorhome into a city and you're going to do city breaks or you're going to go to a seafront, then you're going to want to park in a regular parking space. Often six metres is, is the length of most parking space, generous parking spaces. Um, I always look for a space over the other side of the car park out of the way so nothing gets damaged uh, on my motorhome by other people. I reverse into a space where there's maybe grass behind it so you can sort of back the back end, the overhang into, into the verge. But I would say, you know, if you're looking at a six metre motorhome, you're probably looking at a van conversion, so a, a camper van uh, or a small coach built. But those chassis are also available on a 6.4 metre chassis that opens up a range of layouts for you uh, in terms of going from a transverse double bed so kind of an east-west bed to a north-south double or single beds um, it also opens up the option of a bathroom at the back in a wider range of models that 40 centimeters 6.4 meters really i don't think would make a lot of difference one of the differences potentially is you're going to have a longer wheelbase so the distance between the front and back wheels is going to be further apart and that's going to make it a lot more stable on the road and and a much more pleasant drive i'd say than a really short base vehicle i would open your search to 6.4 meters i don't know whether you're looking at a van conversion which is obviously narrower usually than a coach built um, but certainly narrower is easier to drive and navigate particularly where we love to go than the you know the corners of cornwall and, and ireland and scotland where the roads get very narrow
Hope that's helped, uh, Ty. I suppose what it comes down to as well, yeah, you know, six six point four, but also you, the point you were making about the layout. Make sure the layout is right for you. That's, that's number the, one. That's the important thing. Number one. It? Yeah, layout then budget. Ignore the money at the start. Just go and look at everything. Look at every feasible layout. All right, Ty, thanks very much for that. How do people actually set a question for you? You can go to the website. It's really easy. Just go to motorhomemat.co.uk forward slash askmat. You can fill in the form and submit it. Or we love it when you actually record the question. Just hit the orange button and record it on your own microphone. You can proof it before you send it and press submit. We just ask you for your name uh, and tell us in your recording where you are in the country. It's lovely to know where people are, isn't it? Yeah, nobody's been telling us where you are. And when we look at the statistics for the podcast, you know, you're spread far and wide. It would be great to share that with everybody who listens to the podcast. That's just about us done and dusted. So how do people uh, get in touch? You just go to the website motehomemat.co.uk and there you can find all the places to listen to us and you can watch us on YouTube. Just search motehomemat.co.uk But please, if you are listening on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, please leave us a five-star review and tell us on Apple Podcasts what you thought of it too. It really helps us, helps spread the algorithm and spread the word that the podcast exists. Thanks for listening to the Motorhome Matt podcast. Remember to check back here for more episodes full of hints and tips and helpful advice. We'll see you soon for another Motorhome Matt podcast brought to you with thatleisureshop.com.